I believe that a demo should not be a one-way street. It's got to be two ways. And essentially, the more that the prospect is engaged, it's kind of like a movie. If someone's on the edge of their seat, you got them captivated. Now, if they're thinking about questions and they're asking questions, whoa, that means that you're stimulating the mind. Uh, that means that you're hopefully providing value that's hitting them where it hurts or, or where it really resonates. Good morning, everyone. Hope all is well. And thank you for watching Demo Diaries. Today, I'm joined by the legendary Larry Long Jr., founder at LLJR Enterprises, who's doing sales coaching. Larry and I met, I'm going to say Larry, like probably about a year ago or so uh, online. And then we connected and then I just kind of like fell in love with you because uh, you're an amazing person. And I'm not the only one, by the way, folks, every time I like connect with someone who knows you, they just say the same thing. Larry, good morning. How are you, bro? I'm doing great. Great to be here. Thank you for hosting me, Jorge. The Demo Diaries. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember like you have an intro to every time that you come on, there's intro music, you're fired up. Like I go from being at about a seven to definitely like a 12 as soon as you get on. So uh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate uh, you. Why don't you tell folks a little bit about your career background? How'd you actually get into sales and now running a sales coaching consultancy, helping people drive results? Yeah, I've been selling since I was 10. I was an only child until I was 10 years old. And I told my parents, I said, I want a twin brother that I can play with and I can, I can wrestle with. And instead, they brought me a, a baby sister. And she was so cute. Everyone said, oh, look at little Tiffany. I said, what about me? So I had to learn how to sell myself. Uh, that's my first foray into sales. But professionally, I've been selling since Lawns by Larry at the age of 12. I had a business knocking on doors, asking folks if I could mow their lawn. And essentially, I did that during the summertime, playing summer baseball, mowing lawns, making some money. Uh, professionally, after that, uh, I started off my sales career making $150 a day at a company called Sageworks. And since then, my journey, I've worked for ooh, eight different companies, 10 different stops. So I've had just a diversity of our sales experiences, which brings me to where I'm at now, really helping sales professionals and sales organizations take their respective games to that next level. Amazing. Amazing. I did door-to-door -door sales myself back when I was in college, and it was one of the best experiences, if not the best sales training experience I'd ever had, just being able to understand how to go through that adversity. And we used to do it three months uh, out of the years. Of course, again, this was in college. So I spent my summer times doing door-to-door -door sales. And then I didn't have to like flip burgers during the school year. I could party and do a lot of like stupid stuff. But uh, so that's awesome. You know, let's talk a little bit about the demo. We are Demo Diaries here. And in your career, you've worked for some great tech startups. And, uh, you know, of course, the demo being such a vital part of our sales process. 
as a rep and, and as a sales leader, where do you generally go to, to get that demo uh, to then be able to uh, train and enable your team to, uh, you know, around those best practices and the talk track, those sort of things? Yeah, it's varied. So, I mean, most recently working in startups, we've had the team help produce and generate uh, the actual demo, whether it was demo slides, whether it was going in through the live product, but really it was a collaborative sales, marketing, product, uh, essentially the entire organization helping, providing input. And then as a sales rep, sales professional, we iterate, we test, uh, we continue to iterate, we continue to test to figure out what is that best demo flow, what is the best talk track, what's working, what's not, what's resonating, what's really hitting the spot uh, more so than not. And it's a constant iteration. I don't think you can ever have the perfect demo. It's kind of like golf. You can never be perfect in golf. It's kind of like sports. You Very rarely can you achieve perfection. There's always uh, opportunity areas for improvement. So what I've seen work best is really putting together an initial demo, testing it, and then going back to the drawing board and iterating to see, can you drive more efficiency, more effectiveness, and just a better uh, demo experience? It's all about the customer, all about the prospect. So really keeping their needs uh, front of mind. I had a meeting yesterday with a group of VPs, sales VPs, and we were talking about the importance of relationships and the importance of keeping them first. So many times we're, we're trying to optimize for us. How do we optimize our internal process? Well, hold on, hold on, pump the brakes. How do we optimize for that customer, that prospect experience and make sure they're uh, receiving the best experience possible? Larry, how do you know when you're doing good demo, like you're in the process and you're starting to kind of see these particular things or experience or hear while you're in the game? Let's say I like to think about sales as like being in the batter's box, right? You can sit there and practice all you want, you know, before the, the game, but then it's game time. You got to step in the batter, batter's box and you got to, you know, be focused and you'll see certain things. So maybe you're, you know, across from the pitcher and you're seeing the pitcher's you know, shoulder move and yeah, there you go. Right. So how do you know you're delivering in the game, in the moment, a good demo? Yeah. When you get, when you get head shaking, when you get folks smiling, when you have folks that are engaged and they're asking, I, I believe that a demo should not be a one-way street. It, it's gotta be two ways. And essentially the more that the prospect is engaged, it's kind of like a movie. If someone's on the edge of their seat, you got them captivated. Now, if they're thinking about questions and they're asking questions, whoa, that means that you're stimulating the mind. Uh, that means that you're hopefully providing value that's hitting them where it hurts or, or where it really resonates. So uh, it, it really, in today's world, when we're Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Yeah, I know. That's uh, what keeps coming to mind is how do you do that over Zoom, right? Well, you've got to keep people engaged. People are people. I mean, I don't care if you sell B2C. I don't care if you sell B2B. We're all P2P. We're selling person to person. <laughs> and uh, B2B, I look at that as belly to belly. We can't get belly to belly. We got to keep our droplets to ourselves. So essentially, it's making sure that folks have their cameras turned on even if they don't making sure that they're engaged, 
Uh, if it's just a one-way lecture, mm -mm, ain't nobody got time for that. That probably, I mean, I hate to assume, but essentially if it's just quiet and they're just sitting there kind of like in a lecture hall in college, ugh, that's not that's not the best demos from my experience. Maybe others have had different experiences, but when you got folks that are bobbing their head, you got folks that are taking notes, you got folks that are engaged and they're asking questions, you're asking questions, they're giving you answers, uh, that's dynamite right there, right there. I mean, that, that's what I consider knocking it out of the ballpark. And baseball season is here. Spring is in the air. We're trying to knock it out of the ballpark. Come on, Jorge. Absolutely. I'm with you. I'm with you. How do you re-engage folks? If, if you're in there, right, and you're like starting the demo, maybe you're a couple uh, seconds or moments in, let's say moments or minutes um, and you're, you're starting to see that people are not engaged. They're looking away or, you know, all these sort of, you know, uh, nonverbal cues. How do you start to kind of like reel them back in? Have you, have you sort of tested any sort of tactics around that? Yeah. Well, you got to get creative. Uh, you can use polls, you can use video. There's a ton of creative things you can do on the screen in a demo. But most importantly, you got to take the mic out of your hand and get it into their hand. My, my motto for 2021, and essentially I'm trying to won in 2021, the way that we win is to listen. Mm. So essentially you've got to ask them engaging questions about things that are important to them. I'll give you two go-to questions. Jorge, walk me through your process. Walk me through your, 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 your process of your morning routine. And then I'm going to shut the heck up and I'm going to listen. And I'm going to say, okay, so you go for a bike ride. Hmm. Are you training for the Tour de France? Are you a triathlete? I mean, we're going to go in deeper. How long have you been doing that? Do you have a, a group that you ride with? Talk to me about that group. Essentially, I need to find something that hits you. Then the second fire question I have is, what's holding you back? Hey, what's holding you back from swimming? What's holding you back from running? You could be a triathlete. Then I want to listen and understand what's your mindset. If that doesn't get you engaged, then chances are we shouldn't be working together. Mm. When I think about sales, I think about matchmaking. I got to match whatever I have, whether it's a product, a service, a thought, an idea with whatever you want, whatever you need whatever you're challenged with, what are your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations? If I'm not able to make that match, then guess what? Hey, I'm wasting your time and I don't want to waste your time. I'm wasting my time and I definitely don't want to waste my time. So, hey, if you're not engaged, let's call a spade a spade. Hey, let, let's go ahead, ahead and part ways as friends and, and, and you can come back to me if anything changes. Please let me know, is there anyone else that you think I might be able to help? I know that right now it's not good for you. But who else can I make a match with? That, that's just that. my thoughts. I love that matchmaking because it's so honest too. It's like, look, I'm not going to force this down your throat, right? We either can see alignment and get a deal done or not. And either way, that's that's cool, right? There's a sort of like, um, it, it was not negative selling, but there was a tactic that I used to use doing door to door. And then I used it for many, many years uh, carrying a bag in B2B SaaS sales. And it was like, Larry, I'm gonna go ahead and show you this thing. If you think it's gonna add value and help you execute X, Y, Z, great. You know, I'm happy to show you how we can do business, how our deals work. If not, no big deal, right? Let's like uh, still love the 
connect on LinkedIn and, and, uh, and follow your content and be on your podcast and, you know, still be friends. And I, I would literally say that. And, you know, sometimes I'd get chuckles, but, but I sort of allowed them to say no, right. Allow them to say, this doesn't work for me and that's okay. Right. And so hopefully I I'm in that meeting because I do believe that I can add value and that they should have my solution, but, you know, taking that pressure off them really helps, I think, you know, sort of create kind of more of a buying environment as opposed to um, getting pitched. Right. So when you say what you just said a second ago, that's what sort of surfaces for me. You, so. you take all the pressure off and the key right there, I'll tell you the key is number one, believe in it. But number two, essentially, it's it's the two palms up. It's, hey, don't sweat. If this isn't a fit, hey, you can tell me. I'm not going to cry, at least not in front of you. I'll wait <laughs> until I leave and then I'll cry. But, hey, it's no biggie. You now take the pressure off and folks feel, thank you. This isn't going to be a high pressure. This isn't going to be a, uh, 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 just jam it down when there's not a fit. It's like, hey, no sweat. It ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Totally. <laughs> I was eating chicken wings last night. <laughs> I need some chicken wings. I need some of those spicy, you know, buffalo wings with the uh, blue cheese and ranch and celery. Mm, I'm getting hungry now. You're talking my language now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you think about kind of like how to onboard and train your reps, right? You were recently running an inside sales organization and you know, you know how it is like reps, not all of them grasp it the way that we hope that they do, or they'll go off the rails and do their own thing. And then we don't really know in those cases, uh, what's going on, what's, what they're actually uh, pitching. And then, you know, when performance is not where it sh- we hope it to it to be, you know, it's really hard for us to be able to understand. Is it the demo piece, right? Where in the sales talk are they sort of coming up short? How do you, you know, generally sort of onboard and train folks and then track performance around that? Are there like fields in the CRM? Are there certain things you're doing to be able to understand that? Yeah. So, I mean, we follow a sales process, but specifically around the demo, I don't know if Alan Iverson is listening, but yes, Alan, we're talking about practice. So we essentially have our reps go through and they do a mock demo for not just myself, but the team. And the team provides input in terms of, we call them plus deltas. Uh, Here goes what you're doing very well. Here goes some areas of opportunity. And here goes what I would do differently. And then we go through, and I know it's a naughty word, it scares people, but we do role play. And I, I, instead of role play, I like to call it confidence building. It's a confidence building session. I mean, you said it earlier. I played baseball in college. I tried out for the Red Sox and the Dodgers. I used to practice. When I was in high school, I used to take 100 swings every Monday through Friday working on my game. So yes, it's, I hate to simplify it, but it comes down to practice being ready, being prepared, um, iterating. I mean, it's one of those things when you've practiced so much, you're, you're, you have the ability to freestyle. You don't have to be so segmented It's uh, and, and structured. It's, it's just, hey, you've practiced this so much, you have that freedom to kind of stick and move when you want to. Now, in terms of continuing, making sure performance is at a high level on a continued basis, that comes from being a coach. And a coach, you've got to observe the behaviors. You've got to actually coach up 
your reps in live situations. I've seen people that can do it in practice, but when the spotlight turns on, uh oh, mm-hmm. we're in yeah. trouble. Ooh, like a deer in headlights. Yep. So essentially, and there's tools that are out there. I mean, I was blessed. Our team, well, it was it was small enough where I could listen in to demos pretty much every week. And I could provide feedback every week. When you have larger teams, that's a challenge, but there's conversation intelligence platforms out there Mm -hmm. that'll let you review the game tape. And you can look for specific things. Hey, take me to the part where they're talking about uh, this future. Uh, Take me to the part where they mention this word. Uh, So there's, there's tools and resources that can help you, but essentially the onboarding is about practice. The continuing education is about practice and getting better and uh, just providing that feedback to help folks take their game to that next level. Amazing. Amazing. Are there any distinctions between, in your experience, like a demo that the SDR does versus the AE? Like maybe there, you know, there's certain sales motions where the SDR might do like a, you know, kind of like a little, little sneak peek into the product. Here's one or two or three aha moments and helps kind of give a little more context, especially if like you don't have a free trial or freemium version or something, right? Where maybe the the product is a little more guarded or, or just, you know, technically can't, you can't get in as a prospect until you buy uh, versus like an AE, maybe they're going to show a little more, maybe now they're taking discovery information or data, integrating it into the, the story that they would tell versus like an SE that might be creating more of a prototype. Yeah, I mean, so there's definitely differences and it varies by organization. Uh, For the most part, uh, my SDRs, they're really top of funnel passing the baton. Mm -hmm. Now, when they're ready, when they're getting prepared to transition, that's when we start having the SDR do the intro and maybe kick off with kind of the agenda and here goes what we're going to cover. And then maybe picking up kind of the early parts of the demo. But the account executive, what I've seen work best has to provide a tailored demo. If you're going through and you're providing the same, I don't don't wanna call it tired old demo, but if you're providing a cookie cutter demo to every person you speak with, oh, good luck. From my experience, people's needs, even though they might be similar, people have unique needs. And with unique needs, you need to provide a unique demo that really matches. I mean, I, I like to use the analogy of a doctor. And yes, doc, you've probably done tons of shoulder surgeries, but mine is different because essentially I have different motivations. Do you understand the motivation of why I want to get shoulder surgery? Do you understand that I have white coat syndrome and I'm scared as a mug to go underneath the knife? Because if you treat me like everyone else you see, eh, it's probably not going to be the best experience for me. We might get the same end result that my shoulders repaired, but I'm not going to feel good because you weren't sensitive to the fact that I got white coat syndrome. You should wear a black coat when you come with me. So I'm not so nervous. <laughs> I'm still nervous. Oh, <laughs> just thinking about it makes me break out. Yeah, but, but, my, <laughs> but, but, but my uh, recommendation is preparing a customized, personalized demo. And it doesn't have to be 100%, 1,000% customized, but it should fit the specific needs of that prospect. You talked about sales engineering. Sales engineering has so many different 
responsibilities in different organizations, they might be doing a prototype. That should be all inclusive of the information gathered by the SDR BDR. It should be all inclusive to the customized, the customizations of the AE so that once again, we keep the prospect and the client needs front and center. Amazing. Amazing. Awesome. Well, Larry, don't want to hold you up too much. I know you got a new business you're running and uh, really rocking and rolling. But if you were to think about one tip, one actionable tip that you as a sales leader could pass along to your reps to get them jamming, improving their demo tomorrow, what would that tip be? Yeah. So actionable tip, essentially, it's preparation. You've got to be prepared going into the demo. And what does that mean? Research. There's so many avenues of research. You can go into LinkedIn. You can go into Facebook. You can look at IG, Twitter. You can find something on the person because we're providing the demo to the person. And if you can't find anything on the person, you can definitely find information on the company. What's going on, the latest and greatest news? What's going on in their industry? So you can now show up. And once again, when you're prepared, it's one of those things when you've practiced so much, I'm ready for the curveball. I might not be good at hitting the curveball, but I'm ready for it. And I'm I'm prepared to go ahead and keep my weight back and go to the opposite field. I'm getting technical on baseball, but from a rep perspective, when you're prepared, you're ready for anything. You're ready. Oh, wow. The CEO showed up. Oh, I'm glad I got the scouting report on the CEO. I just recently saw the great news of how they raised a round of funding or whatever's going on, but you got to be prepared. When you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And it makes it so much easier, so much smoother when you're prepared. Larry Long Jr., LLJR Enterprises, founder, sales coach, amazing human. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat this morning. If folks want to learn more about your coaching services, follow you on social, you got a podcast, you got a ton of content going out there that adds tremendous value. People love you. What are the best channels and website URLs to reach you? Yeah. So number one, find me on LinkedIn, Larry Long Jr. I got the smile for a mile. You'll look at it and you'll say, yup, he's got the face for radio. That's him. Uh, Also, my sales coaching class, www.thesalesallies.com. I'm super proud and I just want to make an impact. I want to help all the sales professionals out there take their skills to the next level. Look forward to connecting with anybody and everybody that I can help. Awesome. Larry, I, I love you, man. I got to meet you in person at some point. And uh, maybe I'll come out there to North Carolina. We got a couple friends out there and uh, in the Triangle area. And that area has been growing the last, I'm going to say last 20 years, although there's been a lot of tech and biotech and all sorts of stuff going on in that Raleigh-Durham area for a while. Like you've started to see now tech startups, you know, the SaaS, those sort of stuff, Pendo and a variety of other uh, companies popping up. So uh, hopefully I can come out and have some fun and watch some games and enjoy and meet you in person. Come on, anytime. I appreciate you uh, hosting me. Absolutely. My privilege and my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great morning.